Yes, guys. Hello. Welcome back to the Spurs Related YouTube channel and audio podcast. I hope you're all doing well out there and staying safe. As always, we have got Andre of Spurs Related alongside me. Uh, we haven't been live for a couple of days, but guess what? We've got an action-backed four days coming up. Today, we've got the Man City preview. Friday, we've got Fan Phone in Friday. Saturday, we have got the match review after the City game. And Sunday, unfortunately, we had to reschedule it. It is that quiz. We've got the Irish shots, but up against the Tottenham on tour, boys, it's going to be an absolute blast. So, you know, if the worst does happen tomorrow, we've got that to look forward to as a bit of a laugh, guys. So make sure you tune in every single day and uh, hit the like button if you love the content. But Andre, without further ado, how are you doing, my man? And uh, how's things? Well, you know, can't be too optimistic right now. Uh, I'm a little scared about what's going to happen. You know, I'm always going to think positively. But Tottenham has given me no hope right now. And yeah. if you've seen what Conte has said recently, that makes it even worse. Absolutely. I mean, it was a it was an interesting um, interview that he gave to four different broadcasters in the UK. And uh, a lot of the quotes are being sort of maybe misinterpreted or maybe glorified a little bit. But um, we'll get to that in just a minute. But um. Yeah, for sure. A lot of the quotes have been circulating across radio, across the broadcast, and uh, it's certainly something we're going to look into because, wow, um, he really made some statements and, and made his feelings clear to Daniel Levy. Um, but without further ado, also, let's invite, uh, well, let's welcome, sorry, some of the Spurs-related uh, family. We, uh, I had a great comment the other day. I, I forgot to say about it, Andre. We had a comment from someone on one of our YouTube videos and they said that it was where I was saying, what should we call our like kind of followers, our, our people that watch the videos? And um, uh, and uh, someone said they should call it the Spurs related family because related and family, you know, the, the uh. whole play on words there. I quite like that. So maybe we use Spurs related family. I think I said Spurs related army, but I think everyone uses army. I quite like Spurs related family. I do like that. I get the related family. I think that's really clever. Um, yeah, okay. But without further ado, A and Army in it as usual. It's just it's just like the it's like the tick off the list, the bingo words that we say. A and Army's always in here because he is what a legend. Big yourself up. He said a win against City would be a great start to the half term. Yeah, absolutely. That would be a really good start to to all the uh, holidays over there. And um, Bobby K, what a legend. He says big up lads, Coys. Hope you're well. Hope you're doing well as well, mate. And um, I hope uh, Canada maybe uh, have got has got a bit warmer. Maybe Andre, you could tell me that. Uh, a little warmer, but there's been some uh, some sort of forecast that's going to be more snow. So I mean, that's Canada for uh, you. Whatever, it gets well, warm, it's cold. We've actually got uh, we've actually got um, uh, red weather warnings, which are really wet, rare. Uh, we've got massive storms coming in in England uh, tomorrow, especially in the southwest. So it could go up to 100 mile an hour winds. It's, you guys are probably thinking that's nothing. But I mean, because you get, guys get like tornadoes and all sorts in North America. But I mean, it's absolutely crazy. Um, but uh, we'll see how that is tomorrow. <laughs> um, yeah. The tra trains are boring, said the relatables. That is unbelievable. That is unbelievable. How did we not think of that? Spurs Relatables. That's brilliant. These names are absolutely fantastic. So we've got Spurs Related Family or Spurs Related Relatables. No, Spurs. We don't even need to say Related Relatables. Just Spurs Related. Oh, I can't even do it. Spurs, because I'm so used to saying Spurs Related. But there you go. That's that's quality. But yeah. big yourself up, um, trains. 
Hey, no, he says during Sky's uh, Conte's Sky Italia interview, he said he wanted uh, experienced players that play uh, make me wonder if getting rid of Toby was a good idea. He was much more consistent than Davies, uh, Dyer, and Sanchez. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He, he definitely wanted um, experienced players. For, for me, I, I said it right at the time. I don't know why we got rid of Toby Adevaro so, so, so um, soon. It just, I mean, yes, he was getting old. Yes, he was sort of losing his pace, but. Surely Toby Adavaro was still getting to our back five, right? Yeah, I mean, right now it's freaking slipping FC at the back or ball watching FC, whatever you want to call it. It's bad. Slipping Davies and Davidson Sanchez getting caught and spinning around, getting spun around. Oh, it's, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, you're spot on, though. Um, Bobby K is saying uh, first, when you think of a lot of interviews, uh, first, when you think a lot of, in of the interview has been taken out of context and misinterpreted, this is what I'm saying. This is why we're going to go through it and sort of pick out the key facts and not really read into them too much. Alistair Gold, actually, I was reading before I came on stream, did a really good article and said, like, let's not read into this interview too much. It doesn't mean he's, like, leaving in the summer just because he wasn't happy with the window. Don't forget, we've got the summer window. I think that's when we really judge it. On the summer window, if we get what he wants, if we start spending big, then we know we're serious about the Conte project. Until then, we just think it's it, it doesn't make sense. I mean, and and he made uh, one of the statements clear. He said, you know, two players coming in and four players going out, you've immediately weakened in terms of numbers. He said something along those lines. And this is exactly what we were saying, why me and Andre gave it a 6 out of 10, because even Conte's not happy with the fact that our squad may have um, been lifted of some dead wood. But actually, in numbers, we're, we're worse off, aren't we, Andre? Yeah, there's not many options. I think we were talking about that last podcast too. Uh, as mad as we could be, there's no there's no like fixed plan B. It's just plan A and then a bunch of little plans just to change things up. But nothing's really going down. The fact that Sessignon came off and Kulu came on just completely says everything. Like that's yeah. that's what we had to bring. No one else. Exactly, and he's only just joined. He hasn't embedded into the Premier League. He hasn't got used to English football and he's being brought on in the 28th minute. It's absolutely crazy. Um, but really good comment there, Bobby. Uh, Madge, I've never seen you before. Big yourself up, mate. Hope you're doing well. Thanks for joining. He says, so sad how bad we are. I can't understand where our players, uh, when our players leave, they play very well and fight in every match. I don't know what's the problem with our atmosphere at the club. This is it. Like, you look at so many players that have left, like even even like five, six years ago, look at Carl Walker, was an unbelievable right back for us, but then went on to another level at Man City, won trophies, became an absolutely complete right back. And, and it happens time and time again where these players kind of leave and go on to do wonderful things. And it's, and it's really, really frustrating. It, I mean, we could list so many examples, even like, even the players we thought, hang on a minute, they're, they're, they're terrible and they leave and actually be good, like end up being good players. I just, I just don't understand it. Yeah. Well, it's about bringing the right players. And I did say you had to give Conte credit and, and Levy credit to a point. He brought in, he, he brought in players that Conte had and that Paratici had on the list. But the yeah. thing is we got rid of so many players and didn't bring in enough. And that's what Conte is basically saying. It's not that he wants to leave. It's just that the reality of the situation is we don't have many players. There's no plan B. There's no plan C. It's just plan A. And if it doesn't work out, we just have to hope for the best. And that that's what's killing us right now. But that's the thing. We shouldn't be hoping for the best. We should we should really be turning this team into, into something special under a special manager. And I was discussing with a colleague at work today, and I was just saying, like, you know, you look at where we were in 2019, Champions League final, you know, 
uh, second, was it third in the league? And, and and you think to yourself, now we're talking about maybe getting top four, probably, let's be honest, getting top six. Um, we're, we're obviously not in the Champions League. We're out of the third tier of European competition. We're out of the, um, the League Cup. We've got the FA Cup still. Yes, that's great. But realistically, we have gone down a good couple of notches. And you have to turn and look to recruitment and look at the investment. You know, if we're not investing in the club, like that's when we should have invested, when we got so far and so near. We needed those extra couple of players. Instead, what happened? Kieran Trippier left, who <laughs> people are saying they want they want back. You know, other players then left a couple of seasons later. Jan Vertonghen, um, Toby Alderweireld, Moussa Dembele. You know, these players that have... Ericsson, these players that have never really been actually properly replaced. I mean, it's just it's just mind-boggling. But great comment there, Madge. Great talking point that you brought up. Um, Kane's here. Big yourself up, Nick. He says, big up, boys. We shouldn't have got rid of Jan or Toby when we did. Absolutely. This is it. And if we do get rid of them, you have to replace them. I was watching Inter Milan last night against Liverpool. Bastoni looks like an unbelievable player. You know, we have to look at these players. Yeah. Conte, Conte asked for patience from the fans. He's earned that right. Um, we got to give him time. Exactly. Uh, and a lot of people are already taken uh, out of consideration, like the context of, of the Conte interview. Don't read into it too much, you know. Also, there's also that kind of media twist and also the the slight language barrier. You know, Conte's English is decent, but it's it's not the best. So what he says, he may not mean. And he even said that when he got asked about the Y word and his opinion on that. He said, I don't want to comment. I don't want to... I don't know enough about it. I, I don't want anything to be twisted. And and this is exactly it. He, you've got to take everything he says with a little bit of pinch of salt. Also, emotions play a big part of this as well. Um, yeah, language, language barrier, when you direct translate it, it, it can be, there can be a lot of misinterpretation. As someone who speaks three languages, it's uh, it happens all the time. There may be a certain word that when it's directly translated, it might be correct, but it's not exactly what he means. And in this case, he's not really saying that he's like, unhappy and wants to leave he's just saying that the reality is we have less players there is less options even if the signings were good exactly exactly spam uh you know he says Dortmund seem to be the german version of us they just got clattered 4-2 by rangers yeah what a result by, for rangers by the way at at the um at the Dortmund stadium as well unbelievable um evening guys uh says uh Says uh, Atavatron, I've absolutely butchered that. I'm so sorry. Says, evening guys, the atmosphere at the club is the poison of complacency and incompetency. This is instilled at the very top of the club by our disastrous ownership. The fish rots from the head down. <laughs> absolutely, mate. You're spot on. Absolutely spot on. I love those words as well. Like, this club is so incompetent. You're right. And the ownership is disastrous. It's literally what I've just been saying. The decision making, the investment, it's all wrong at the moment. And it's always going to come back to that, especially when we're not like this would be put under a carpet if we were top four right now. But unfortunately, you have to bring it back out under from under the carpet when when things don't go so right. So it's a really interesting point. And big yourself up. Thanks for joining again. Um, I'm going to call you Wembley. I think that's what I called you last time. So uh, big yourself up. Um, correction, Conta said on paper, uh, Conta said on paper, our side may look weaker because of numbers, but all. From all the reports, he wanted them players gone to improve the morale in the locker room. Uh, Ali Gold confirmed. Yes, so that's what I was reading. This Alistair Gold um, kind of write-up about, you know, a lot of the words he used was um, 
they were quite like um what's the word like woolly words they weren't to the point they were like saying well it is a bit like this it is a bit like this you know he was using a lot of words that you know did 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 side towards the fact you you, you got to not worry too much and that's what i've been reading um yeah makes sense it, it's true we just have less players on paper we do we may be we may have like i said they're good signings it's just we have less players and that that's a lot to question on how many players we could bring in yes january is a hard window but reports are saying that tottenham were trying to go for other players and i'm sure conte was very disappointed with the fact that he was expecting more players to come in he wanted a right wing back he wanted a center back yeah yeah exactly and this goes with the whole centre back thing. Bastoni would easily cost sixty million. Spurs won't pay it. And why would he leave um, a Championship winning team? You've got to put point SOF and, and, and welcome on in, by the way. But the problem is, it, it the Premier League is such an attraction, right? And do you know what the bigger attraction is? Premier League and Champions League. And this is why I said to invest in January. If we invest in more in January, we get over the line to top four. We beat Man United who are out of form. We beat Arsenal who are really inconsistent. We beat West Ham who really haven't got that top, top quality. We beat them to top four. The top four, imagine light at the end of the tunnel, you can see it. But we haven't got the quality to get to the light at the end of the tunnel at the moment. So what we've done is we've not invested enough. We're going to fall short probably without being too pessimistic here. But that's what the overall fan base probably expect. And then we go, oh, okay, in summer, we're going to invest. Well, a lot of these players are going to go to the team that finished fourth or the team that finished in the top four because they can offer Champions League football. It's, it's just, it's, it's almost so simple when you sit here and, you know, we can say it, we can say we can see it from a mile off. But surely these owners consider that players are attracted by the best football, the Champions League football. That's why we were able to, you know, uh, attract these players in the first place, like Toby Aldevaro and Jan Vertonghen you know, Ericsson, they left like Ajax and Belgian clubs to come here for Champions League football. But it's it's, yeah. it's not a hard equation, really. Um, yeah. Ellie's in here. Big yourself up, Ellie. Uh, thanks for joining. She says, uh, the matter that Conte's interview was interpreted is not vital, as everyone can see we didn't sign the players for the positions we needed them in most. Uh, that shows me we're not respectful to him. Yeah, I would agree. Like, He's clearly mentioned it for a reason, right? He's probably been targeted on certain questions about it. But at the same time, it's very interesting why, you know, he's obviously not happy about it, is he, Andre? Well, no, it's you're never going to just lash out at the at the club unless maybe you're, you know, a little ballsy like uh, Mourinho or something. But um, I think that uh, it's like when Pochettino was really, really getting pressured right at the end and he said about the house and like having a nice house and not having it furnished right yeah. same thing here he's basically calling it out saying we we need more numbers we need quality numbers i like what we're doing but there's patience needed and the players that i really wanted them we needed more in the january and it didn't happen yeah exactly uh, let's whiz through a couple more comments and then we're going to get into the, like the preview of the game because i know that andre has prepared some great stats for you guys and analytics into the game um Wembley says i'm old enough to remember us getting relegated in 77 and the atmosphere around the club was better then. Uh, we were crap, obviously, but we fought every game in the fans behind the team. Wow, that's just such an incredible thing to hear. Like, that's bad for now. But, like, the fact that you've pulled out, what, um, let's think, maybe 40 years ago? Is that right? 40 years ago? The, yes, the atmosphere was better when we were relegated? When we were nearly relegated? I mean, 
Oh, when he, we did get relegated. I, mean, I don't think we've ever gotten relegated, have we? I, think we, I, I think we did. I think we did. But I um, mean, yeah. Anyway, uh, Pau Torres uh, turned down the move to Spurs because uh, no Champions League football. We badly need to attract players. Unfortunately, our board didn't buy top players when we qualified for four years straight. And yeah. this is it. And now we're not qualifying four years straight or even one year straight. And we can't attract the players. And this probably has something to do with why we couldn't get more players in January. Maybe we inquired for some behind the scenes that we didn't actually know about. And we didn't get them because they didn't want to, you know, turn away from Champions League football, Europa League football. We can't even offer Conference League football, Andre. <laughs> we can't even <laughs> offer anything. Yeah, it's 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 really bad. I I don't know what to do, man. It's it's too late. You know, he know. he wants to bring players that right now don't they don't feel like coming in. Like I think I saw a report that Devry we were trying to get him in January. He didn't want to come. Why would he come here? Yeah. He's about to win. He's he's currently uh, in Syria uh, in uh, competing for the for the title, and he's in Champions League. Why yeah. would he come here? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Kane's saying I'd rather wait till summer and sign the right players. Panic buying has got us into this situation. It's about finding the balance, to be honest with you. And mm -hmm. I feel like we needed at least one more player this um, window. That's that's my thought, and I think a lot of people probably will agree. We're having a hard time getting the quality of players this rate. We're going to have a hard time getting any kind of manager to come in. Exactly. Conte could easily walk if he doesn't get what he wants. Let's, let's, let's be real about this. Mm -hmm. You know, the guy doesn't exactly need money. If he doesn't want to be there and he's unhappy and it's causing him mental stress, then why would he stay around? Well, uh, I mean, I don't think he Tottenham would want... I don't think we will, he would want to have a club that he's never won a trophy at on his record. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But maybe... You don't know if we're going to win the FA Cup, right? He's not going to get it backed in the summer and then he's going to walk. He's oh, ticked yeah. his box, you know. After initially not wanting to join us, I can't believe AC would later agree to manage us without some uh, assurances of of transfer funds. I can only think hope, but there is something to do with the rumours and new investment. Chris is in here, says, evening, lads, pick yourself up. He says, I, I'm taking Conte's comments with a pinch of salt. It took years for Liverpool to build up. Let's see what happens in the summer. Absolutely. Um, and he says, are you ready for my score predictions, lads? Yeah, exactly. We'll get you on the fan phone in, uh, show tomorrow if you want again, Ellie, and uh, we can hear your spot on predictions as always. Uh, yes, we did go in the 70s. Uh, Bobby K, big up. Uh, I can't understand why the club won't invest in January. Seems like uh, you're going to do massive investment in the summer. It makes no sense. You need to Champions uh, League to attract players. This is what I'm saying, Darren. This is exactly what I just said. Big yourself up. Um Yes, we finished Rob Bottom of the old Division One um, 77, 76, 77 season. Uh, a lot of love in the chat for you guys in terms of uh, you, you're all talking to each other. I love this. I absolutely love this. Uh, Kunde wouldn't uh, come to Spurs. Diaz chose Liverpool. Uh, Spurs are not an attractive team right now. We could have missed out on others, but just wasn't picked up. I admit, this is exactly it. I reckon we went on for more players, but we couldn't get them. Yeah. You know, Bobby said, uh, all good, Bobby. Great debut on Irish Hotspur. Why are you on an Irish shot for last night, Bobby? Big yourself up, man. You, 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 you talk well. I did say this. I, I did say you should get on more podcasts. Uh, sorry, lads. About to start work now. We'll end up watching the show later on. Hope you have a great one like you usually do. Comedies first. Have a great day at work. And uh, yeah, we'll see you later. Thanks very much for dropping by. And uh, we appreciate your support. Dara saying, isn't the director of football meant to be looking for players? Surely there shouldn't be panic buys. Um, 
Bobby K, it's, uh, it's an addiction in it. Uh, could have easily got the Adama done if we paid the extra five mil or trying to haggle. This wouldn't have given us enough free time to do deals like Luis Diaz. And finally, SOF says, I said it yesterday. I think Conte walks Leicester stack Rogers and hires Potter. And then Spurs boss next season will be Brendan Rogers. Hope I'm wrong, but this board makes poor decisions. Wow. If you call those three, um, you know, triangle merry-go-rounds, then that would be interesting. But, 20 minutes of just pure comments and, and talking on the on, on an amazing um, few subjects there. Let's get into the preview. Andre, I'm going to hand it over to you to start things off. But this isn't the preview first. You're going to just give us the rundown on those Conte comments and sort of fill us in with the key details as to how the news suddenly broke. Obviously, the press conferences and maybe you can pick up a couple of parts there for us. All right. Well, if some of you follows, uh, follow us on socials, you would have seen that we already put one of his biggest comments out there, the one we were just talking about. Uh, but there was another one afterwards that he did talk about, which was the fact that he uh, he's basically saying that he wants to make sure that everyone knows that we have players like Tottenham's Tottenham's way of doing things is to bring players that ha- are promising, which to me sounds weird. Wouldn't you think, James? Because he wants players that are ready. Yeah, exactly. And that's what he said, wasn't it? Something something similar to that. Yeah, and he says that's the vision of the club. You know, they, they but he says if you want to so the quote is this is the vision of the club. If you want to be competitive more quickly, I think you need players with a lot of experience. But again, the vision of the club is this, which is the fact that they want young players. So I don't know about you, but the fact that there is already a disagreement there, what are you doing, Levy? <laughs> just back the guy. You brought him in, back him. I just can't believe like there's already some kind of dispute, some unsettlement around the whole manager and uh, and board after three months. Three months this guy's been in charge. Three months, and we're already getting Conte questioning decisions in the transfer market. I mean, <clears throat> he even said like, "Let's get this quote up here." I mean, he he literally said, um, "Here it is." Uh, he, he, he used a lot of words. This is why you got to take it with a pinch of salt. He used a lot of the word may, and he said have on paper. And that makes it less definitive. It's more of a suggestion that those are looking in from the outside may see on paper that numerically, of course, Spurs are weakened with their squad. Because obviously he said four players left in January, four important players for Tottenham, two have arrived. So even numerically, instead of strengthening, you may have on paper weakened. So the reason he says on paper is because he's saying, well, four minus two, oh, sorry, two minus four is minus two. We've lost two players. But he's also saying Benton Kerr and Kulisewski are the ideal prospect for Tottenham because Tottenham is looking for young players, players to be developed, not ready players. This is the speech. So maybe he's also saying he wanted some world-class players already established. Maybe maybe Benton Kerr fits that model more than Kulisewski, but Kulisewski is still a very young player. He's got he needs time to develop and adapt to the Premier League. Whereas maybe what he's saying is he needed some Premier League proven players, some world class players already to fit in. And if he doesn't get that in the summer, that is when we are really going to have a problem. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, <clears throat> Miles is in there. Pick yourself up, Miles. He says club is mudded. Enoch must sell. Fat Sam is too ambitious for a move for Levy. Big Sam next season. <laughs> More like Sam Allardyce. Unbelievable. Nick six foot uh, defenders, 4-4-2. Long, long ball football. Here we come. 
Oh, mate. Uh, Wembley saying, Rafa, <laughs> unbelievable. They're going to get Martin O'Neill out of retirement. Can't wait for hoofball relegation football. Oh, it's all gone mad in the chat. I don't want to think about that. Villa, Wolves, Newcastle, that's three teams that will spend in the summer. Spurs cannot buy a load of kids and think they'll stay above those teams, let alone compete for top four. Kane yeah. could also go. Yeah, it's, it's mad. But obviously, we covered the main points about this Conte interview naturally at the start. But, I mean... <laughs> The, the one that's in the title of the video that concerns me the most is Conte said in within one of the interviews, I feel the 1% possibility to finish fourth. Now, the fact he's saying he feels 1% possibility to finish fourth. Andre, what does that tell you? What does that say? Does that say he's not confident? He only thinks like 1% chance Spurs can finish top four? Or, or is he maybe over compensating he's saying like we've gone from maybe favorites to to not favorites based on the form look we are on the verge of breaking a new record for conte losing four matches in a row wow you tell me if you would feel confident in that for with that it's probably one of the toughest spells of his career like don't forget at the end of the brighton game right we we, we were on a high we were free to the next round of the fa cup we had two home games against wolves and southampton and suddenly Bang, <laughs> two losses. He's he's broke a, a, a he's he's gonna break that record, like you said, of, of most amount of losses in a row, and three league losses in a row. Don't forget, we lost to Chelsea in the league. Three league losses in a row for the first time since two thousand and nine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just I just I think it's unbelievable. I think it's unbelievable. Um. Nick saying, no, James, it's a mistranslation. What he said was, if there's only 1% chance to win, that's all he needs to fight. Wow. Ooh. Well, that's so much is, better. <laughs> so this is another example, right, of... of Because I look, I tried to find the exact quote, right? And I found talking... Uh, I found a lot of um, quotes on, on Spurs Twitter saying, um, you know... I feel the 1% possibility to finish fourth and Antonio Conte admits that the task at Tottenham is totally different to his previous jobs. So potentially this was taken out, out of context. Um, but maybe this is, this is what we're saying from the very start. You've got to take some of these comments with a pinch of salt. And, and actually this is another example of why media outlets try and spin um, interviews to, to sounding worse than they are. And this is why there's probably a bit of panic, including myself, to be honest with you. The 1% quote is wildly taken out of context. Yeah, what Kane said, at least Roy Ke- uh, Keenwood Russell, a few complacent feathers. And he said, the difference is that the other clubs, it was just 1% belief to finish first. With us, it's top four. So there... Mm, it, see, the I feel, uh, see, I feel like that suggests that he's saying... With us, it's top four. That's one percent. Maybe, maybe I'm maybe I'm reading into it too that, much. Maybe that, you know what came that makes more sense because he already had a press conference saying how he's not used to being in a club where it's the the goals of the club is to make top four because he's so used to making the goal of the club being to finish in first. Mm. So yeah. that that might be the right one. That might be the right one. Yeah, I feel like this is it. Like I said, guys, I haven't actually seen the interview. Um, but I'm just going with the quotes I've been given. And I understand, I said from the start, this is twisted. This will be twisted. It's the media, right? We broke Jose's trophy record, so another record broken by Spurs ruining, ruining managers. It doesn't surprise me. Uh, Rook, Rook King with throws boots at players. Simon Jordan was spotting about the media coverage of Conte. Yeah, this guy, talk sport, 
he's one of the guys that speaks real sense on there. But um, I think that's enough about Conte now. It, in a way, it's a little bit, you know, it can it can get a little bit degrading uh, talking about it all. But guys, we're like sort of halfway through this video. Please, 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 please smash the thumbs up button. There's like 20 of you watching right now on all socials. Please smash the thumbs up button. It really helps the channel out. And I see a couple of new faces in here today. Please subscribe. We're really on the road to 1,000 subscribers. And that would really be game-changing in terms of bringing you daily podcasts, daily videos, daily analysis, daily quizzes, like whatever you guys want. This is why we need to push to 1K. And we're so close. You know, 620 subscribers strong now. The growth's been crazy. Me and Andre were looking at it. We gained like 300 subs like in three weeks. It's mad. But guys, keep hitting the thumbs up and subscribe button. It really, really does mean a lot. And we really appreciate you guys stopping off as always. Nick's saying it's Sky Sports, mate. They have an agenda against us. Of course, they're going to twist everything he says. It doesn't surprise me, honestly, Nick. You're spot on. You know, the, these guys at Sky Sports, they've become so incredible now. We don't even use them. We, we, I think we use one journalist, and that's because he doesn't have too much to do with actual Sky Sports. Obviously, Fabrizio Romano's Sky Sport Italia is a little bit different. The UK setup is an absolute joke. Gogeta's saying, Antonio, big yourself up, Gogeta. Uh, a lot of the players deserve a few boots thrown at them. <laughs> uh, Nick, that's true. They twisted Harry Kane's comments. Anyway, let's talk Man City at the weekend. Okay, it's daunting. Yes, Andre, let's make ourselves feel a lot better about this and analyse who is on fire for Man City at the moment. I know you've been doing... Uh, a hell of a lot of stat crunching and um, let, let's just get it on screen now. The first player, talk us through him at the moment, the man on fire for Man City. Well, it's no surprise, Raheem Sterling. we got to watch out for them. Actually, the, the three players we picked today are at the front. They've been on fire. This guy here already, he's got, uh, what is it? He's got 13 goals. Yeah, 13 goals and five assists from 31 matches. It's ridiculous. And in his recent, uh, wait, he scored three against Norwich recently. And he scored one goal and one assist in the Sporting CP Massacre, if you guys saw that. <laughs> so, you know, I would watch out for him, obviously. We, he's already giving us headaches. If you guys remember that Champions League game that we where we faced them a few years ago. Yep. Sterling was bothering me so much. But you know what? <laughs> I mean, I'm not even confident right now. I think he's going to slip right through our defense. Especially wow. Andre, you're meant to be filling us with confidence. Hey, hey, look, I'm just trying to be realistic right now. We've tried to be confident, <laughs> and I, I don't know, man. But you know what? You know what? Maybe you're right. I'm being a little bit of a negative person here. Let's let's just keep it positive. You know what? I think we've we've kept him in the pocket before. We can do it again. Let's hope. Yeah. Uh, let's hope Emerson's or Doherty, whoever starts, is at their A game. Yeah, exactly. I mean. <laughs> Emerson or Doherty at their A game. Wow. I mean, I've just yeah. seen a flying pig across my uh, across my office there. That's unbelievable. Um, uh, yeah, Rishi, I'm not surprised it's affecting your exams there, mate. He says, I have exams soon and I'm pressured by it and Spurs are upsetting me. He said, what do you guys think of Jed Spence? I think he's an absolute baller. I can't quite understand why he's been loaned, um, you know, from one championship club to another. Um, he, 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 I looked at, I looked into him a bit more and he's actually... You know, in hot pursuit by Liverpool, Spurs. I think he's going to go to a top Premier League club. He looks like a proper good right back. What do you think, Andre? Yeah, he looks decent. He looks good. I would say bring him in. Anyone's better. <laughs> uh, we have to absolutely flood the midfield on Saturday. Three, five, two. If not, three, six, one. Wow. Well, I will uh, say, I will say this, Wembley. 
when we were picking the top three, we actually made a joke saying we should just put all of them to watch out for. Man City is stacked. And 100%, if we are not controlling that midfield, we will get absolutely destroyed. So we, like, Benton Kerr, whoever he decides to put in that midfield, they need to bring their A game. Every single player does. But that midfield, if we don't control it, it's over. Yeah, Kane's saying uh, Spence may have attitude problems. And uh, also, uh, by the way, Andre, you're spe- speaking complete facts. Sorry, I was just, <laughs> just trying to get through these comments oh, so nice. I don't get behind again. Um, against City, play 3 5 2. Lloris, Tanganga, Romero. So he's gone Tanganga, right wing back. Romero, Diane Rodon in the middle. Regulon, left wing back. Hoybjerg, Ben Tanker, Kulu Song Kang. What do you think of that? Ooh, he's sitting down more, eh? Okay. Do you know what? I said that, though. I said that about the Wolves game. I said it's a huge game for Lucas Moray. He has to perform well or his position is up for grabs. And guess what? He didn't have another... He had a really bad game again. He didn't really get involved. He didn't do a lot. I think Bergwijn or Kulisevsky could come in for Lucas Moray against Man City. I really do. Yeah, you're you're right. I'm pretty sure I put him in my bottom three just because I expected more from him. It was a real letdown. Yeah, but uh, anyways, let's move on to our next player. Yeah, let's please do. And uh, wow, another absolutely ridiculous player. Probably put him in the top ten in the world at the moment. This guy, he's unbelievable. Been unbelievable for City all season. Probably their player of the season so far. Let's talk us through him. Well, did you see his goal against Sporting CP? Oh, folly! Wow, wow. Yeah, you, you. Oh my God, I could, I could see that. Easy. That, that could be such an easy goal for him against yeah. Tottenham. Man, Sanchez is going to be standing there watching it go in. let's see 33 matches 10 goals three assists he got two goals one assist against sporting cp the last goal he scored against tottenham was in the champions league april 17 2019 although it was more of an own goal but you know it counts so yeah let's was that the game was that the game where we beat him in the uh quarterfinal yeah, where we beat, where we technically lost on the so basically, day. Basically, no, no, it doesn't matter because the last time he scored against us, we 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 went on to the Champions League final. So, um, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that's that's another guy who's on fire, and I wouldn't be surprised if they if they uh, play him against us. Well, okay. Uh, and do you think he's more of a threat than Sterling, or do you think they're just all as much of a threat as each other? Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, they they have their own. Um, I would say they have their own. They're different, but they're just as deadly. Okay. I'm going to get on to this question in just a minute, Nick. I think it's a great question. It's a great talking point. I'm going to do a little five-minute feature on it. But he's saying, should Kane be dropped for Man City, guys? Get your considerations in the chat in just a moment. Not yet. I'll read them out in about two minutes' time. We'll get into it. He's saying, pace and counter-attacks is how we beat them last time. And Kane slows us considerably. Should Kane be on the bench? Kane is going to see absolutely nothing of the ball Saturday anyway, so I'd rest him and let Scarlett run around and chase the lost causes. Wow. We should probably just park the bus and put Son up, Kane up front. Mark Sine says, even lads really do think it matters who we play against. Do you really think it matters who we play against City? 9-1 is my formation. Yeah, pick yourself up, Mark. Hope you're doing well. And uh, yeah, I think that's what the general consensus is. Maybe rest some players. Peter Simons is in here. I've not seen you either before, Peter. I hope you're doing well, mate, and uh, hope you're enjoying the channel. He says, Mark's about right. <laughs> 9-1 formation is what we're going for. Absolutely agree. Pointers playing Kane on Saturday. Bring back Lorente. All is forgotten. Oh, yeah. Bring it. Unbelievable. Off, off the uh, off the knee, even though it's probably the arm. Uh, and not, dro- uh, not drop Kane. Rest him. 
Well, it's definitely a talking point for in a minute, fellas. But um, we're going to go on to our final player out of the three that Andre has picked up. We'll call it the Andre Hot Three. And who is the third one? Well, no surprise, Riyad Mahrez. That guy's been on fire this season. He's really stacking up those goals, those assists compared to last season. Right now, 29 matches. you got 17 goals, 7 assists. That guy... Wait, and how many games? 29. So, wait, whoa, whoa, 29 games, 17 goals, 7 assists. Yes. This guy's getting a goal contribution, a game almost. His last four games, he got four goals and two assists. Oh, so he's getting a goal and a half contribution a game. <laughs> yeah, oh, man, that guy's on fire. God. He's bringing it to Tottenham today. Uh, to, um, oh, sorry, on Saturday or whatever. 1.5 goal contributions a game. Yeah, and you know what? He was, he was. Uh, I, I really liked him when he was at Leicester and I kind of wanted them to bring him in, but yeah, missed what, him on that one. That's what, what Nick's saying as well. Yeah, it's just unbelievable. Wow. <sighs> man, yeah, so watch out for this guy. Watch out for him. He's he, you know, he's he has his moments where nothing's really happening, but right now he is on form. He's on tip top shape. That left back, Regulon, who's on the left side? Davy. Oh no, <laughs> Davies. Oh uh, no! Wait, so you think it's going to be Davies against Mares? Well, I mean, if you put Roden, do you think it would be very? It would be a good idea to just ab- like give him the one chance where he could absolutely get. Uh, destroyed because it's Man City. Do you give Roden that? Do you give Roden that chance and completely ruin his uh, his morale? Listen, uh, listen. I don't know, uh, but the fact that we just read out those three stats um, for all those players, they're on fire. Man City. I mean, just it's just ridiculous. I'm sure we can get it up unless you've already um, you know, got it ready, Andre. But Man City's form is ridiculous as well, isn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was in their last since returning from the international break. They have two wins. Oh, was it? Sorry, they have two four wins abs- in eleven games. I do not think so. No, 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 no. From international return, which is four games they played, they have four wins. They've won all four of them uh, against Norwich, Sporting, Brentford, and Fulham. Yeah. And do you want to take a guess at how many goals they've scored in those four? Fifteen. Yes. <laughs> Fifteen, <laughs> and they've conceded conceded one goal. Oh my goodness, 15 1 is not bad. And then they drew 1 0 against Southampton, 1 0 win against Chelsea, 4 1 win against Swindon, 2 1 against Arsenal win, 1 0 against Brentford win, 6 3 against Leicester win, 4 0 against Nor- uh, Newcastle win, 7 0 against Leeds, 1 0 against Wolves. And then they lost in the Champions League against Leipzig away 2 1. So I mean, it's just yeah. That's the last. I last. mean, just to put it in perspective, it's just all green on the on this score on this score app. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And uh, if you want to compare uh, after the return to the from the international break, we have one win from three. Uh, we we beat Brighton and we lost to Southampton and Wolves. We've scored five goals compared to their fifteen, and we've conceded six. So that oh, says a lot. My goodness. Well, uh, all I can say is I'm looking forward to the fan phoning show tomorrow to hear some more opinions about this game. So, um, yeah, guys, check out uh, tomorrow evening. Uh, we're going to be doing the fan phoning show, as always. Probably around 7 o'clock, we will confirm it tomorrow in our community section. But the fan phoning show will be where we um, get some of you guys in in the comments or whoever it may be just to talk about Spurs and how they're feeling about it. But uh, Mark saying, I remember when we lost 7-0 to Liverpool in 1978. Please, any less on Saturday is a bonus. 
I mean, the fact we're even contemplating it could be near 7-0 is absolutely unbelievable. Uh, the good news is Dyer's back. That's great news. Um, who would have thought I'd ever say that in a sentence? But um, <laughs> yeah, let's have this final talking point. Unless, Andre, you have anything else to say about players? You, I think you said everything now, right? Uh, well, I guess the last thing we could talk about is the last five matches that we've played against them. We Let's have do. three wins, two losses, two wins in the 2020 season, two losses in the 2021 season, including that final in the Carabao Cup. And in this last one, we beat them. And it wasn't even with Conte. So we'll see. This will be Conte's first match against Man City with Tottenham in the way they are. So were you uh, saying in five <laughs> matches, we've won three and lost two? Yes. Wow. So we're actually ahead on the head-to-head. However... However, that may this change. season is a bit different. And also, notice there's never been a draw in the last five games. Yeah, no. The last draw, I'm pretty sure, was the 2019 game, the last uh, Man City game that Pochettino played with Tottenham. That was when Lucas Moura came on and scored after 20 seconds, wasn't it? I can't believe that was 2019. Yeah. That's crazy. That is exactly right. Yeah, he came on in the 56th minute, came on for a corner and scored that header uh, in the 56th minute. Wow. Yeah, well, crazy. Uh, Ayanami's saying, I hope my connection doesn't mess up. This storm is looking frightening. Ayanami, are you are you England-based? Yeah, it's it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, 100 mile an hour winds. You gotta, if you're in the southwest of England, you've really got to be careful. Um, you know, it's just, it's just, um, just got to make sure you're, you're all good. But the last talk, go on, Andre. Well, I had one more question, actually. If Dyer's going to be put in, who would you take out? Sanchez. Sanchez. Hmm. Because be, Ben Davies is technically doing worse than Sanchez right now, but you have to keep him in because the left foot thing, the left center back. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, play, I was going to play Dyer with his left foot. I mean, well, I would, I would say Sanchez. He's, he, I, I say he's a little better than Davies because I would keep Sanchez because when, when Sanchez has good players to cover him, Sanchez gets filled with this confidence. He's like, oh, okay, I got to play like these guys. I have two players backing me, you know, I can do it. But with Davies, he's got a, he's, he's slipping Davies right now to me. Okay. He's going to, he could be playing amazing. He'll slip and you'll let in a goal. That's, that's the reality of it. Sanchez, yeah. he, he, he steps up sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah. That's my, that's my, guy, my, most of the guys are saying Sanchez over Davies, though. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. That's sorry, what sorry, 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 sorry. Nick is saying Davies die Romero, so he's saying uh, drop Sanchez. Miles is saying Sanchez over Davies easily. So it's a good talking point, this one, actually. Andre, nice talking point you brought up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peter's saying maybe we'll be lucky in the game we postponed because of the storms. Uh, maybe the storm will get <laughs> maybe the storm will get a game postponed. A common theme going on here. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm in Somerset, so thanks for the warning. Yeah, Mark, definitely stay safe, Somerset. Trying to think, Somerset. Yeah, that is that is um, you know, that is um, Southwest. So yeah, definitely, definitely watch watch out there and um, keep yourself indoors if you can. Uh, I think Sanchez plays a lot better when Dyer is on the pitch. I believe that he helps him to stay composed. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think and- when there's a yeah, like I said, when there's well, I guess adding on to Yanami's point, uh, which actually you know it's very very good point. I think the part that w- I was missing is when he has someone to lead him. He he plays better, but uh, Kane here. But, but, but yeah, but but yeah. <laughs> right. Oh my god. 
That's uh, in your head, that. That's in your head as well, that, that image that. of that face planting. <laughs> yeah, I felt so that's bad because I felt yeah. more bad for I felt so bad for him because that's going to be on YouTube forever. Like That's no, just awful. Um, uh, we have a very un-Tottenham way on Saturday to stand any chance, break the game at every opportunity, time waits from minute one, fake injury, see if the ball is far up field as possible, says Wembley. Yeah, we got to absolutely shit out this, basically, if we're going to get any kind of result. But look, guys, two minutes left. Let's debate. Does Kane start on Saturday? Andre, I'm hitting you with a hook, line, and sinker to start things off. Go. I think he does. Um, look, the way that we're playing, the, the formation Conte wants, he need, Sun needs someone there. The difference when Sun was playing during uh, the Pochettino era and it was just him, not Kane, was that he was able to change the formation to something that worked for him. But I don't think that this formation they have going on right now, please tell me who would you put beside Sun? Please tell me who. No one. No one no one can really step up. Well, actually, would Bergwin work? Do you know what? I was I was actually gonna suggest maybe why don't why don't it normally happens naturally anyway with Kane. But I'm saying why don't we try a three four one two where we have two strikers up front in Son and Lucas or Son and Bergwijn. And then we have Kane just behind so he can drop deep and spray those unbelievable passes we know he can do to the runners of Son and Lucas. We need to get behind this Man City defence. It's not quite as good as everyone thinks it is. There is frailties at the back at Man City. We have to exploit some of the counter-attack. Kane has unbelievable vision and passing. I'm saying spray these balls up to these two strikers up front. And then we play the four in midfield. But technically, Kane's coming to join that midfield and then three at the back. The only thing I'd say about that is I think we're doing better with the 3-5-2 over the 3-4-3. And the 3-4-1-2 is similar to the 3-4-3. So that would be the only thing I'd say. But I would say play Kane, but maybe put him deeper like he like he um, has the assets to do. Yeah, he'd be pulling a Rooney there. That would work. I think but, he his yeah. passing's great. I actually put him in my top three for the last game because even though, yeah, he didn't have that great of a performance, he was getting in the box. He was getting the passes going. His finishing wasn't the best. But, you know, at the moment, with our options, he needs to he needs to be on, I think. Yeah, what are your thoughts on Kulazewski in the middle? Um, I've seen a lot of people comment this recently. For me, I don't think he's a midfielder. I would try him as a second striker, almost like Delhi did under Mourinho, where... You kind of support the striker up front and see how that works. But I don't see him as a centre mid. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you were saying to play him more in the middle, but centre mid? I don't know. That'd be a risky one to try in the Man City game. This one here, I, I do agree with this, Wembley, as well. I do think that we will play five in midfield, though. I think we'll have to play. Is Skip back for this game? I haven't seen anything about that. I'm pretty sure the last time I saw some news about Skip is they were actually worried as to how serious it was. So, so, so it sounds like it could be Hoiberg, Benzenker, and Winks, right? Yeah. Then who do you play as the wingbacks? Do you go Doherty and Regulon, or do you go Regulon and Emerson? And then is I don't think this is an easy eleven to pick because I think he's probably going to play it safe and go Song Kane up front. Winks, uh, Ben Senker, and Hoiberg in the middle. I think he will then probably play Emerson. No, will he play Doherty? Maybe Doherty, Regulon, and then... And Doherty keep up with uh, Sterling? I don't know. 
I've, no, is the answer. <laughs> Spurs are our club and we will always love our club. 4-1, I will never support this board because they had proven in 21 years they are failures on the footballing side. So it's time for them to go. And Ellie's also said we should just play as 11-0-0, part of the bus versus C and then perhaps we'll scrape a draw. Just kidding. Yeah, just who knows how this game is going to go, to be honest with you. And uh, Wembley saying no skip is out. Oh, that's bad, man. That's bad. Yeah. But listen, guys, that is the end of this video. I think we've had some unbelievable, um, you know, spontaneous talking points. You guys are bringing in great comments and great talking points for us to, you know, talk amongst yourselves, you know, chat amongst yourselves, chat with us. It's absolutely brilliant. And we really appreciate the support. Guys, before you log off, before you hop off, just let you know, I will be on Irish Hotspur's channel at half nine tonight, which is in 20, uh, 35 minutes. So make sure you come and support me on there and big yourselves up if you come and watch uh, the Irish Hotspur's channel with me on the panel tonight. I mean, there's probably going to be a few hundred watching, so I'd really appreciate your support. Um, Andre, thank you for joining me as always. Thank you. And everyone, keep your heads up high. We got to be positive. And also, guys, before we do log off, uh, as well as hitting the like button and subscribing if you're new, we have got Fan Phone in Friday tomorrow at around 7 o'clock, so stay tuned for that. It's always great getting some of you guys in uh, here. So if you, you fancy talking, let us know on social media or give us a message on the comments and we'll get you in tomorrow. Nick normally joins, Ellie normally joins, we have Dave in, Jack in. It just depends who comes in. Saturday, we've got the match review straight after the game, after the Man City game. If we lose, come and rant with us and come and talk to us about the game straight after the game. And also on Sunday, we have the quiz, the highly anticipated quiz. It's Irish Shots, Burr and Jack against Tottenham on tour. It's going to be an absolute blast. Me and Andre have prepared this amazing quiz and you guys can get involved in the answers. So please, please, please stay tuned. You've got four days of content coming up. And you got me on the Irish Hotspur later. So there's so much content to watch, guys. Stay tuned. Keep supporting. You guys are brilliant. Have a lovely evening. And if you're in the UK, stay safe because of that storm. And we will see you guys very, very soon tomorrow. Take care and come on you Spurs. On you Spurs.